0: Good morning. Well, the market's not sure if it wants to go up, go down, go sideways. It's kind of all over the place. They didn't know what to do yesterday with the, with the CPI number. Definitely Good did morning, it. everybody. Brendan Rendo with the Homes Orlando team. Joined, as always, by Joseph Dion of Aptly Home Loans. And this is the Orlando Real Estate Buzz. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We come to you every week. Morning, Joe.
1: Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, craziness, like you said, all over the place.
0: Yeah. It. The instant reaction was shot up on the T-bill mm-hmm. and then came roaring down late late afternoon. And you actually had a little positive in your rates for a change.
1: Yeah, it was kind of. And what, what was interesting, though, is we saw MBS improve at a disprop- disproportionate level to the T-bill. From what we're mm-hmm. used to because by the end of the day the t-bill moved very like you know it was like one bib down but we saw mbs was like 22 base bibs up um so that's kind of like usually one bib might yield three maybe four in the mbs so mm-hmm. to see that amount i expected a lot of pullback today and we haven't seen that yet mm-hmm. so and those initial numbers you know your core uh, you know ppi numbers came out today a little mm-hmm. bit stronger Unemployment numbers came out revised, a little bit weaker. Like it's all over the place right now.
0: Yeah, well, as they say, you know, recessions when you, your friends unemployed, depressions when you're unemployed. Talk to a couple people actually. My uh, my younger brother who works here and who worked here in Lake Mary, um, Mitsubishi Power Systems had several layoffs. Hmm. He unfortunately was one of them. And then I talked to my electrician who I've used for 20 plus years and great guy. And he's saying he's down 50% on his work right now. So we're seeing it hit everybody in the pocket. Mm -hmm. And when you, when we jump into the numbers and we look at the graphs, you know, we came in at 3.7, you know, just a little bit hotter than they they expected, Mm -hmm. but what killed us is the past several months energy kind of stayed level it was kind of you know wasn't going anywhere but with what with the pullback of um volume by both russia and saudi arabia we've seen this all of a sudden it spiked 10.5 percent. yeah and that and that really kind of hurt us but we're still When you look down here, the transportation services, which is one of the main things, Mm -hmm. you know, we're sitting at 10.3% for the year right now. And then shelter, we're still sitting at 7.3%. Yeah. Even though, you know, again, we're seeing the rental pressure of rents to come down, Mm -hmm. still, still sitting fairly high. I mean, one of the one of the nice things is if you're looking to buy a used car used car prices is, have been down. <laughs>
1: eh, you know there's some positive though, but you, you know, know the interest rate's gonna there. be a lot higher
0: so the payment will still be the same. Yeah but when you when you look at all the numbers it's it's like okay that transportation because everything's transportation everything's hauled everything's um mm-hmm. you know move moved by um tractor trailers around the country and you're seeing that number increase Well, you look at like UPS, you know, they just, I mean, their drivers got was a 30, 40% raise. Yeah. So that's, that's going to end up transferring.
1: Costs are going to be, you know, moved over. You're seeing, what are you seeing with airfare now? Like you're seeing a lot of the, mm-hmm. the you know, that those uh, trade groups and so forth, they're getting, you know, negotiation and contracts change. A lot of pilots pay is increasing significantly. Yep. Um, and there's a huge shortage in that area too so they're going to pay more
0: so they're going to pay more
1: you know which is which is definitely always an interesting um and then i saw like the class action between delta and or what is it delta and somebody else you know southwest i think class action for holding you know colluding to keep prices high for airfare on domestic Mm -hmm. flights you know it's like well that's only gonna like now they have some data though to be like no it's up here because of these things
0: yeah Um, yeah uh, yeah I forgot which airline it was. It may have been American yesterday, downgraded their earnings um, by two thirds for for the final quarter. And a lot of that they're accounting to the, um, the rise in the fuel costs Mm -hmm. because we're getting so much pressure on the fuel costs. And it's just, it's one of those where you're sitting there and that, that dynamic of energy can change everything in a heartbeat. I mean, literally Mm -hmm. overnight. I know we were supposed to try and refill the strategic petroleum reserve. Yeah. And the administration came out and said they were going to and said, Nope, not going to do it right now because Mm -hmm. the price of oil shot up again. So, you you know, there's, I don't see inflation, inflation, Dropping as much as we thought it was because it it felt like it was cooling off a little bit, you know, but now that that now that the energy factor is back into the game. Can put a whole can put a whole new twist into everything for us. And then, you know, we start looking at what what everyone's doing around around the world. So you're looking at this and we're still for the 20th meeting next next week. We got the Fed Fed with their meeting coming Mm -hmm. out. We actually jumped to 97% of people say they're not going to do a rate increase at this time, Yeah, which I think it's all been factored in. It's all been priced into the market, Yep. but then we jump into our November 1st meeting, and we actually have shot up a little bit that people are feeling that they're not going to. So we went from maybe only 57% feeling they're not going to do a rate increase we've jumped about 4% to saying, you know, increase that they're not going to do it. And I yeah. think that's because you're starting to feel a lot more of this um, burden mm-hmm. that we haven't, that we haven't, haven't seen before. And was it Google just caught a number of their recruiting people because mm-hmm. they're dropping the number of people that, that they're hiring as well. So you're seeing it. Across the broad market, where hey, it's starting to hit everybody now. That mm-hmm. things are really starting to tighten up, and you know, like we've said several times, I don't feel this is going to be a soft landing. I think we're going to get get hit a little bit. And even if you go, we go out to the December um, meeting. Right now, we got people saying they're going to hold. So yeah, well, I, I think they're right
1: i I hope too and i think what we're what we've been talking about like what we've been leading up is like we're feeling like we're seeing people be impacted on a like on a local level right like we see it i think a lot of these you know you know the fed and so forth they're they're looking at it and they're able to start seeing it on their level now you know when you're Mm -hmm. when you're way up here like it's a lot harder to see the person down here that's struggling Right, exactly. so when they start seeing the people around here start to struggle, then it feels a little bit closer, and they go, "Okay, maybe we have an impact. Like maybe we've done enough."
0: Yep, yep. So kind of, kind of hoping. And then uh, this morning we saw the uh, European Central Bank actually jump theirs to four percent. Wow! So they're kind of, but the it's interesting because the big warning in there was. From one of one of the one of the bankers is they felt that it was going to cause the same problems we've discussed, and that the cost is getting too expensive,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that a lot of the, especially in a lot of the commercial areas that it was going to start pushing it pushing it down. Mm-hmm. You know that it's going to make it more difficult in in an already rough economy over there. There's is they're hurting a lot more than we are. It's going to cause further problems over there so and then um when we look when we've looked at our rates you know we've really kind of just it's it's kind of leveled out we haven't anything push us too far up high too far too low Mm -hmm. you've been kind of sitting in that you know seven and a quarter market overall yeah these days but it's still it's it's affecting everyone So when you're when you're looking at selling your home is you got to look at this and our mortgage volume has hit the lowest level it's it's been at now since 1996. And you can see the reverse correlation rates have gone up. Look at this drop in the volume of application. Mm -hmm. It's just I mean, it's just gone. It's just gone way down. And here's your purchase. It's it's almost proportional Higher yeah. it goes, we get proportional drop in our in our number of applications.
1: Yep.
0: So the pool again of our buyers keeps getting smaller.
1: And that's gonna do what? It's gonna keep prices high.
0: Keep prices high. Because we got lower vol well. This I don't know, got some interesting numbers when we get into the, no. into the um, inventory today. Got some very interesting numbers. But What's also going to happen is this is going to hit us, and it's starting to hit us now, because people are starting to get their notification, and the yeah. interest. I think was it September first, the interest started accruing right. on those first students payments. Loans, right?
1: October first, and it's you know it's you know those are payments that people haven't had to make what in three
0: years? Oh, is it almost three years now?
1: I mean, I think wait, they stopped. They paused it during COVID. So in yep. 2020, they paused it. So we've been three years of no payments for people with student loans. That like six months of pause, like you still know you have the bill coming. But at yep. this point, there's no like, and, and I, I, there's like, a, I mean, the government knows they're basically saying, hey, we know payments start in October, but we're not going to report anybody late for the first year. Now, it'll accrue interest on these federal back. Like, they'll accrue interest, but if you miss your payment in October, you're not getting a 30-day late or anything like that. They're not going to report it to the credit bureaus. You have one year to make payments before they're going to report it to the credit bureaus as late, right? I did not know that. Now, it's interesting, right, because it's not getting reported. It has this, but what I'm curious about is, like, that's a major issue when the government's already said, hey, when these start, we can't report for a year because we expect people to not be able to afford this.
0: Right. Like, isn't
1: that what they're basically doing?
0: That's basically what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying,
1: hey, like, and it's it's kind of like I, and I joke and I might be stretching this a little bit, but we're, when the. You know, the initial, you know, 2009, 10, 11, when the first housing kind of big, you know, that great, you know, housing collapse or whatnot, in the early 2000s, right? What'd you have to do to get a loan modification back then, right? They'd be like, oh, well, you need to fall behind for us to <laughs> fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Was, like, we all remember, question. like, you couldn't give anybody that advice. Like, I couldn't, like, if I would, like, people would, like, I couldn't tell somebody, miss a payment, like, they'll help you out. But when they would call up and be like, hey, I'm really struggling to make my payments, the loan modification departments would say, unfortunately, I can't do anything until you're 60 days behind. So what were they encouraging people? Don't make your payment for 60 days. 60 days. And then we'll do something. Is something like that going to be happening on student
0: loans? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Because you didn't have to count them in the debt ratio, correct? Correct while they were, while it was deferred?
1: Um, well, they're, they were in forbearance. So it's kind of an interesting kind of, because it was deferred out for more than a year. A lot of times we could omit it now, certain like FHA. We still had to factor numbers, but a lot of times mm-hmm. you can exclude it, but we've saw FHA, we saw Freddie Macs, like at a half percent of the balance, you know, you know, for
0: calculation, which is really good. They, they minimized it.
1: Yeah. And, for, and now it's like, well, the payment's coming back um and and i i'll take for instance on my like just to give you an idea like i have student loans i've got more than my wife and i have more than i want um we we continue to make payments throughout but our our payments throughout and we got the actual bill that's coming on and it's higher than what we were paying before like the minimum bill is now higher even though the balance is lower like so things like i don't know how the process all impacted or did or this and that like But to me, that goes, well, if that happened to me and I was paying down the balance, what happened to people that weren't doing anything?
0: Oh, yeah. And now all of a sudden, all that interest that is accrued. Well, in the last three years,
1: they've had they haven't been accruing interest. So so that was nice. Right. But yeah, but it's still an interesting scenario where. I think a lot of the calculations, like I feel like there's a little bit of differentiation, a lot of transitioning for markets and stuff. And they're really focusing on trying to get people into what is it? I think it's like, say, I don't know what the new um, income based repayment plan that Biden yeah, threw out yeah, there. Based on, your,
0: based on your income. Yeah, but totally, in a lot
1: totally different than the, you know, than his campaign promise where he said he was going to get, you know, uh, you know, student
0: loan balance is wiped out or forgiven about a trillion dollars worth of debt you know Uh, worst part is people believed them um so so that's we got this coming so that's another factor in the housing market so you know looking if i'm the fed and i'm looking forward now all of a sudden there's a lot of factors that tell me that okay maybe just you, maybe, I pushed it a little too hard. Yeah. yeah, you know, just just this much, this much, this much. You know, but <laughs> so I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting, interesting to watch through the end of the year. Yeah, but when you look at numbers today, and you know, you you and I have talked about this about. You know, going into the fall, how this might be an opportunity the first time for buyers in a long time. Mm -hmm. And when we jump into our numbers this week. I think I had mentioned this is I felt that the number of sales were going to start to drop. Yeah. And what happened this week?
1: That's it. We only had
0: 346 sales.
1: Well, you know, the week of that, that. That was a holiday week too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but still, that's that's a drop. That's a drop. That's a drop. And our inventory increased again, 157 homes. That's a, significant, that's a pretty sizable increase. So we've had in the past, what, three or four weeks, we've had some significant number of homes start to come onto the market that mm-hmm. we hadn't seen in the past because we were – I mean, what well, we were watching 9 10 homes we had yeah. de- decreases I mean I think our, I think you and I you know jumped up and did a dance one time because it was like 20 you know new homes <laughs> on the market like, yeah woo, yeah we're making <laughs> yes <laughs> and now
1: 150 yeah. we're starting to change negotiation strategies
0: yeah it's it's you're starting to you know look at it like okay there's things starting to open up because remember back in January we were, we we had that level increase a little bit and mm-hmm. you know same you know same thing with the condos our condo sales dropped to 120 yep so we've seen two big decreases and the condo inventory keeps going up yeah and then we come into you know what we look at every week which is our original list sales price to final and this keeps creeping down Mm-hmm. you know the original to the final is getting closer to 95. yep so you're you know five percent off your original sales price is pretty good but this was interesting is you know where most houses are getting the biggest biggest decreases is in that 500 and above yeah you're, these guys look at look at over a million dollars they they've got an average of 92 percent decrease even the the 500 and above. You're mm-hmm. at you're at
1: 95% yeah.
0: from, of the original price. And then here you see it on our graphs. I mean, we've we've really kind of hit that that point. You know, we're fortunate in that our our prices aren't going up, they're not going down. They've really been they've held fairly steady yeah. for the past several months, right in that four, four twenty four hundred twenty five thousand dollar market, you know, yep. that, that in value. But you look at our, our weekly sales, and we're actually kind of pulling below that that av- period average mm-hmm. more than we are above. And, and this yeah. number's gonna start dropping. But when you see us see a drop like this, you know, roller really yeah. coaster ride like this, to me, it's kind of like a hmm. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes sense because beginning of August, we really started seeing rates rates yeah. shoot up a little bit. Yep. And then this is it. Inventory. Here's our jump. Since May, we have done a steady increase. And we right now are just over 1% less than what we had in January.
1: Wow. So that was that tightening that we saw, like it's gone pretty
0: much. It's gone. It's gone pretty much. And mm-hmm. January when I, ha- when I was out with clients is we felt comfortable for the first time in a long time.
1: You didn't feel let's, like you had to put an offer that second over no. asking. price, Like you could say, okay, is this the home for me? Yeah. Do I need you some credits?
0: Like, can yep. I negotiate a two, one buy down potentially? Yep. Yep. Let's, let's, let's utilize this. Cause man, this, you know, this house has now been sitting for 35 days. Mm-hmm. Let's get aggressive. Let's get aggressive and let's see if this seller you know, how badly he does he want to move Yep. and you, you would, you know, you would take all those factors into, a, into effect. And you'd start looking at the pendings to s- try and figure out, okay, how many price decreases that they have, you know, did these people drop their price and where's it, where are all these going to come in.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I mean, that's kind of good because it, it also, may give some competition to the new builds which new builds are are still steady we're still getting a a numerous amounts of incentives out there as well Well,
1: and And that's interesting can i can i can i can i can i ask a question on new builds real quick i won't mention the builder that this happened on and this was crazy like it's a little (laughs) controversial so i'm putting you on the spot we we had a builder that we had a, one of our LOs. He had a client that loved them. Was like, I want to use them. Looked at this new build com- community. I, I don't, you know, without going too much into who that community is. Um, what was interesting was they went and they, I mean, the sales associate really strong are, but they basically said, Hey, the price is three forty eight, or excuse me, five forty eight, if you use your lender.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you use our lender, we'll drop the price to 525. Oh, and if you use your lender, we're not going to adjust down if there's a low appraisal. But if you use really? our lender, if the appraisal comes in low, we'll adjust and match. And if you use their lender, we're not going to give any incentive. But if you use our lender, we're going to give you $15,000 in closing, you know, builder credits for Closing cost assistance. Wow. And I sat there and I was just like, whoa, this is, this is, this was really weird to me on the new build because it was the first time I felt like I saw this. The builder was admitting or knew that the properties weren't going to appraise for what they were marketing. At price. And they were yep. saying, hey, go with them and pay the higher price or go with us. And, and, and the buyer and the LO was like, when I was talking to him, he was, he was like, I just don't understand. Why would they do that? And I said, easy. Because they know it won't appraise. If yep. they go over to you and they put all the pressure on you and the buyer uses you, it's all your fault if it doesn't appraise and they got to bring the difference, which helps yep. their Yeah,
0: So they're willing to gamble with you. Well, that's and- that's a, that's the thing that I don't, like with the builders and i wish there was a little more control on this and that when they because you you know they're making money from all different areas oh, oh, they, hey, own, they own the title company they own the mortgage company yep. and they own the build so and you know i think we've mentioned this is that it, it allows them to to absorb and do these buy downs that we're seeing right now because yep. They don't have to make anything on the mortgage side because their profit on the on the build side is so big.
1: You can inflate that number up over here. If you can
0: inflate that number up, mm-hmm. but like anything is, you start to, and and this has always been the thing with builders, is they never like to come off their price because the minute they do, it def it, that comp is used with every other comp exactly. in the neighborhood. That's now and in the community. It, in that community, and the minute they drop on one. It destroys all the ones coming forward. Yep, and that's that's their biggest difficulty, and that's why they they'd rather provide the incentives, yeah, than anything else. But that's but, what blew
1: my head in this situation: is they weren't just providing incentives; they were willing to drop the purchase price too.
0: So yeah, like you said, they knew it wasn't going to appraise. They knew very well that it wasn't going to appraise. But here's the thing. This is where you've got to, knowing the rules is, are the, and this is, it's kind of a chicken, chicken match, really. Mm -hmm. And because if it doesn't appraise and they're not willing to do it, according to the contract, you've got the right to get out. And what they do, and this is the hardest part with selling and the hardest part working with buyers. You can't make it emotional, and the minute it gets emotional, you lose. Yep. You will always lose a negotiation. It's numbers. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And the you know it, it does go back to the person who speaks first loses. So you've got to sit. You've got to be willing to know that. Okay, if it doesn't come in, they're telling me this. Well, let's see if they're real. Let's see if they they they're willing to do that. Because I don't care. I, you want to see the, the quick, and maybe we'll do the, maybe we'll do some on on our next one is we're going to, we'll bring up all the the move in ready homes for all these builders. The lists keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Guess what? They're, they act like they're in the, they're in the seller seat, but not as much as they were. Mm -hmm. Not, not quite as much as they were. Yeah. They're providing the incentives and stuff, But when I've got a list of Dr. Horton homes, that's almost two pages now of what they call quick move-ins, you know, homes that are either finished or going to be finished within the next two to three months.
1: Yeah,
0: It gives you some, it gives you 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 feel good walking in. It's like, no, let's get up and walk from the table. Let them call us back. And they will. They'll call you back. You're like, oh, well, you know, what what do we got to do to get them in? Well, first off, Give them a freaking refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> i it all, the, all the builders, I, mean, I shouldn't say all of them, but the majority of them now took the took the refrigerators away. Now you got to buy your own fridge when you buy a house. Well, you know what? Like, how much money were those builders saving? You know, it's okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I, you know they buy, you know they buy them in bulk, so they're getting them at a much better price than anyone else. So, but you look at that, and you're like. Okay, um, let me let you. This is where you got to know you got to know this is you got to know your market, you got to know statistics, and you, and you got to walk in confident and mm-hmm. never be afraid. as that buyer to walk from the table. Yeah. It's like, okay, do I want to do this? And if I do, okay, am I, I may lose this house, but that's okay. Mm hmm. But I may also get it at what I want to get it at. Yeah. Because are they is is this builder or that builder or this builder right now willing to walk away from a from a definite sale and not mm-hmm. drop that price? I don't think so much. But again, it's a game, game of chicken, and they're using the buyer's fear and their emotion of attachment to this new house. Yep to what you exactly what you said strong, arm, strong arm yeah into accepting it. okay okay, I'll do it, I'll do it you know which very well these days could not be in their best interest yeah. So it's it, it, it's interesting and as you know as we see the market continue to slow up and be be more stagnant, you know, this is where this is where the skills of negotiation come in. Yep. And the big to me, the biggest one is always being being willing to walk away from the table. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to walk away from the table, I think you're going to get you, you. You're not going to get exactly what you want. Exactly. So but it's 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 interesting to see the dynamic changes in the numbers this week. It's you're seeing it and you yep. are out there in the market. You're starting to feel it. People yep. know it's low, you know, I've talked to a couple other people, you know, who, were, you know, we're all used to doing two, three deals a month. And it's like, oh, I got one this month. Like, Phew. Yeah. So it's, it's tightening.
1: Yep. It but sure is.
0: That Cleans out a lot of the dead weight.
1: That does. Guess what's
0: due, Guess what's due next month? Uh, is it renewal season? Renewal season. <laughs> renewal season. Yeah, what was the bill this this year? Six, seven, six, seven hundred dollars to renew uh, renew your MLS this Nine year. MLS?
1: Oh gosh, that's uh, yeah, something like that.
0: I don't. I've got yeah, so many I, states that it's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see. I think we've got like eighteen thousand realtors right now.
1: Yeah, you know That'll uh, drop.
0: I'm I'm saying fifteen five.
1: Fifteen five
0: yeah i bet you i bet you we lose about 2500 part part of aura
1: emma i mean i think we can lose. least yeah i mean 20 yeah
0: somewhere yeah, around there. i think, I, I think 20% we'll lose 20 we'll so we'll see all yeah. right well thank you all for joining us um it was a fun show today and please again don't forget to like and subscribe we come to you every week and we've actually We'll announce it probably in the next couple of days. We may have something very interesting to present next week, but we'll let you know on that one. Figure this out. Yep. Take care.
1: Sounds good, guys.